Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 16 years. We have four kids. And this podcast, we'd like to ask each other three marriage check-in questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's something that's on the forefront of your mind? So this is your chance to eavesdrop in on us as we have this conversation. So why don't you start us off? What's something that brought you joy this week? Easy answer, cantaloupe and watermelon. I mean, they were <laughs> it just was a good week. <laughs> perfect. It, it, just perfectly ripe. So good. I've never had better melon. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So one more thing I love about summer. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's so, simple enough. It's a simple joy, but it was great. <laughs> How about you? Something that brought you joy. Besides your biceps? Oh, come on. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It was so great. We were sitting in church and you were in between Lane and I, our youngest daughter. Mm -hmm, She's seven. It was hilarious. So she reached over behind your back and was holding my hand. (laughs) And then I slipped this piece of saltwater taffy into her hand. Like she didn't have any idea. And so the look on her face, like when Mm -hmm. she pulled her hand back out to see what I had put in in her hand and she found this taffy, it was like everything that you want your childhood to be. (laughs) It was so great. I saw the look of joy on her face when she discovered she had candy in her hand. But you didn't know what had happened. (laughs) My kid has candy in church. Okay. Not not abnormal, but uh, but she was really excited and she kept reaching out for your hand. Yeah, she did. <laughs> What's something that's been hard this week? So one thing I know about my wife is that your number one fear in life when it comes to home ownership is having water in the basement. Yeah, I pretty much lose my mind over water. I don't know why. Anything water damage potential. I think it's the mold that would be caused by the water damage. Sure. And we've never had that. But I don't want it. But you don't want it. Why, <laughs> why would anybody want it? Right, right. So that's been that's been a big, uh, I, I don't know if that's a phobia of yours, if we could call it that. Is it, it that irrational? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is. So over the weekend, we had some water in the basement. Mm-hmm. It was just in the laundry room. I mean, there's no carpet or anything in there, and it wasn't damaging anything yet, but there was a noticeable puddle. It was. You call it a puddle. It was like a pool. It was a noticeable pool. It was standing water. Yeah. 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 It didn't damage anything. We got it taken care of, but it was a stressful situation. <laughs> yeah. It was stressful. It was. It was. So you were visibly stressed, and that stresses me out. So that was that was a hard a thing. Double, 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 too. double whammy. But kind of a really cool story here that goes along with this. Sixteen years of marriage, we've never owned a shop vac or a wet vac mm-hmm. until one week ago when you <laughs> said, "You know what? If we were ever to have water in our basement, we would. If we couldn't get a plumber out fast enough." We wouldn't be able to do anything about it because we don't have a shop back. Let's get a shop back. So it was one week ago that we got it. It was great. I And for a while, I was regretting it. I was like, this is kind of expensive. And we didn't, I mean, we've never had water. Right. So I was like, am I just that irrational that I'm <laughs> buying a shop back for nothing other than my peace of mind knowing that I would have the correct tool right and my answer was if it gives you peace of mind (laughs) even though we may never use this thing let's get it it's worth it i did use it to vacuum the van you did that was great that was wonderful yeah it was effective and then i used it to vacuum up the pool right because there it was like 
in the pool. <laughs> it was. It's like, ah, uh, we have a shop vac. Here it is. Perfect. It was uh, it was pretty timely. <laughs> How did we happen to have a shop vac? It's crazy. So, God takes care of us, I yeah. guess. So neat to see the timing that we were equipped for that. That was that was wonderful. What a blessing. For sure. Mm-hmm. sure. So what's uh, what's something that's been hard for you? Well, I've already told our podcast listeners that I've been working on this teaching opportunity to lead the women of our church through Philippians 2, yeah. which I'm so excited about. And so this week, I've done all the study, all the planning, all the writing. And so now it was that time of practice and putting my work out for other people to listen mostly you i've heard it a few times times. i've been practicing it's good it's really good but it's that initial like holding something out for somebody else to critique after i put so much energy and so much work and effort into it and and i really like it and i hope you know it's like here it is uh be gentle <laughs> you yeah. know like i hope you like it or or i hope it's good and i do i want the critique i want the feedback but it was like a a hard tension of like i'm nervous about yeah. that i'm not nervous about presenting but the getting feedback from your trusted friends who you sent it to ahead of time. Yeah, yeah, which is great. And so one of my friends is so sweet. She sends me this message just reminding me, like, any feedback isn't about you as a person or your personality or your character. It's just feedback on teaching. And they want the best teaching possible for Mm. the church. And that's true. And that's what I want too. And so it was just such a timely reminder. I'm so thankful for friends who will speak truth and remind me (laughs) when I'm getting all crazy of my water damage and and critiquing life. <laughs> yeah. I totally get it that affir- you know affirmation is huge for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's huge for a lot of us. I think it's honorable that you ask for feedback before you presented it. I think that's great by the way. Mm-hmm. But asking for feedback can be something asked with fear and trembling because you don't want negative feedback. Right, but at the same time, you need the negative feedback in order to get better. Right, right. But to actually like ask for feedback, hoping for positive feedback, <laughs> it's. I don't think it's a vanity thing. Like, I know I need that. I need to be reassured. Yeah, and that, affirmed that you're on the right track, and yeah. and that the work that you put in is like, oh, you're on the right track. I right. guess really. Yeah. So what's been on the forefront of your mind this week? So I've been doing a summer class with our uh, two older kids. Mm-hmm. It's a summer Bible class. I actually took this class when I was uh, going to the University of Northwestern a long time ago. The book is called A Basic Guide to Interpreting the Bible by Robert Stein. He used to teach at Bethel a long time ago. Mm. I don't know if he still does, but the book is excellent. been going through it with our kids. Yeah. And it's really good. Kind of the main theme is when interpreting the Bible, you have to try to gauge what the author was trying to say. Mm-hmm. It's not just what I <laughs> interpret it to be. What did the men who wrote this mean when they wrote it? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the, the overarching theme in this book. Sure. So this past week, we were talking about Proverbs. How to correctly interpret Proverbs in the Bible. Sure. Yeah. Which, by the way, he interprets a proverb as a short 
pithy saying that expresses a wise general truth concerning life. Okay. Versus a biblical proverb is a short pithy saying that expresses a wise general truth concerning life from a divine perspective. Okay. And definition alert here, pithy means something given in a forcefully expressive manner. Oh, okay. So sure. That's a proverb. Okay. Okay. So it was a really good discussion, uh, general truths. So if a proverb says something and you see a case where it didn't quite play out the way that the proverb said it would, that doesn't mean that the proverb is not true mm. because it's not an absolute. It's a general it's truth a general. or an observation about life. Okay. So, yeah. Got it. Yeah. So it was really good. A lot of biblical proverbs that we, we discussed as a class, me and my <laughs> two, our two kids. But it was really good. And even seeing like Jesus, you know, he used Proverbs too sometimes. But then we were asked in the book, there's discussion questions at the end of each chapter. So one of the questions was, come up with modern day Proverbs. Ooh, yeah. fun. It was really fun. Did you come up with any? Yeah. Uh, some of them I borrowed. Some of them we kind of came up with, I think. I can't remember. <laughs> But There's nothing new under the sun. Got a few, so. got a few written down. Okay. Th this one's actually from C.S. Lewis. I think he's attributed to a lot of things that he didn't actually write. But I think this is him. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. There are like fact-checking websites. Like, did C.S. Lewis actually say? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. he's quoted all the time. Right. Or is he? So oh. this may or may not be C.S. Lewis. He said, "Forgiveness is a beautiful idea until we have to practice it." Hmm. I don't know if that's C.S. Lewis or not, but that's good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes when things are falling apart, they may actually be falling into place. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. We got two more for you. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. Oh. You like that? That's really good. Okay. And this one, this one even made our daughter light up. She <laughs> loved this one. This is her favorite. Blessed are the flexible, for they shall not be bent out of shape. <laughs> Yeah, I can. I think good. I stole that one. I think I, I found it <laughs> online. But still, <laughs> like that's an example of a modern day proverb. It's generally true. Mm -hmm. It's not absolutely true, but it's generally true. And it's an observation about life that's delivered in a pithy way. Right. Like a memorable, yeah. enjoyable way. It's more memorable that way. Yeah. So proverbs, they're so good. That's uh, That's been on the forefront of my mind. Can't wait till next week. We're talking about prophecy. That'll be a challenging chapter for the kids. Are you going to make them prophesy? No! <laughs> it's not in the agenda. Oh, but... my. We're going to have to... Write it in. <laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. I think that's a great challenge. We should totally put that out as a forefront challenge to our listeners. Oh, yeah. Write your own modern-day proverb uh -huh. and send it. Mm -hmm. Adrian Rogers, by the way, if you Google him... He's got a lot of great sayings and quotes and proverbs. So he's a good one to look into to kind of get in that habit. Yeah. And then develop your own or steal from Adrian. You won't mind. <laughs> I'll put our email addresses in the in the show notes and people can send us their proverbs. Awesome. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. It'll be a good exercise for people to use their the pithy part of their mind. Yes. Forcefully expressive. <laughs> All right. What's been on the forefront of your mind, babe? You know, I love exposed brick walls mm -hmm. and it's pretty much my dream in life to rent an apartment. With exposed like, brick. Yeah. 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 Like an old, really cool, really cool apartment. Mm -hmm. Well, they just put in these new 
apartments, so they're not old, but they're exposed brick, and they're so cool. Yeah. And they're right downtown Main Street on this like cute like shopping Main Street sort of. It's just adorable. Yeah. Right off the bike trail and the river. And... Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I I want to live there. These are adorable, <laughs> but they're only two bedrooms. And so it's just not... Not conducive to a family no, of six. No. Like, at all. And you don't get garage space. So that alone. The amount of the bicycles... bikes alone, yeah. That we Basketballs, have. the skateboards. And if you're right on the bike path, you're going to need a bicycle. Yeah. Anyway, so right now in our stage of life, this is not the place for us to live. Your dream apartment is not available to us. But someday we'll be empty nesters. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. That's the plan. Anyway. <laughs> That's another topic for another time. Anyway. I'm in love with these apartments. So. <laughs> I've taken. <laughs> oh, she's crazy. Yep. They have these cute fireplaces, outdoor fireplaces right outside these apartments. Mm-hmm. And these cute little tables and chairs, like patio furniture. Mm -hmm. They're not expressly labeled. For residents only. (laughs) And so I figure (laughs) that anyone could go and use these. They're right off of Main Street. They're adorable. Oh, yeah. Nobody's ever out there sitting there. Nobody. Enjoying a fire. Almost nobody. Except for me. I moved in without moving in. Without moving in. Yeah, just taking advantage of the patio furniture and the fireplace. I just, like, I love it. We'll go and have a nice little picnic lunch. And the best part is this huge, like, artificial turf that they have. It is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. A sunny day, this beautiful turf. I'll pack a picnic. You get to play football with the kids. Yep. It's it's my dream. Mm-hmm. Only half my dream. Half your dream. Because we're not really living there. We don't live there. But we just pretend like we do. Enjoy one the amenities. Of, <laughs> one of the residents was actually out there the other day. <laughs> just walking by. And she just kind of looks at me like, hi, do I know you? <laughs> because I was just making myself at home, like acting as if I lived there. <laughs> Because I will someday. Right. So I might as well Enjoy get the to know while the new. neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a long time before we have a <laughs> before family small we... enough to fit in one of those apartments. <gasps> Whatever. It's great. <laughs> I am loving it. I I wish this was really my idea. I stole this idea from, uh, from Bob Goff. Bob Goff. Do you remember that book I read? Love no. Does. Love Does. One of the best books ever. If you want whimsy, like you're mm. talking pithy, this guy is whimsy. Yes. So just love of life and adventure and just crazy things. So Bob Goff was a lawyer, still practices law, but now does it sort of as a philanthropist. Sure. And he's actually a consul to the country of Uganda. <laughs> Which is a funny story in and of yeah, itself. This book is hilarious. Just all the circumstances that worked out in this guy's life. But he made himself an office, an unofficial office at Disneyland. <laughs> There's this island 
It's called Tom Sawyer Island, and mm-hmm. it's just out by one of the pirate ships um, at Disneyland. But there's nothing on the island other than a picnic table. Hmm. So he just gets in this little boat that they have, and he just rows out to the island, sits at his picnic table all day long, does his work, and then just rows back to shore and leaves. Like, <laughs> he doesn't have an actual office. He, he just, just goes to Disney every day. It's amazing. <laughs> What like that's amazing. Get the season pass and that's your that's your workplace. <laughs> I love it. That's really I think, funny. I think it's a genius idea. Yeah. So I've taken it up. I'm just um I don't know. Maybe I'm a trespasser or a squatter or something. Bob Goff is doing what he loves where he wants to do it. <laughs> and so am I. It feels really adventurous when we do it. Like, are we gonna get caught or busted or should we be doing this or But you're having too much fun to I know. If it if it was illegal, I would stop. Yeah, right. I'm a rule follower. Yep. Really. Or if there were residents at the table, you wouldn't take their spots. Right. Yeah. But there aren't. But there aren't. And there's this beautiful turf, and nobody's using it. They put that there for people to enjoy. Yeah. And so we will. <laughs> That's we our justification. Will. <laughs> it's been an adventure being married to you, babe. Oh, you too. You too. <laughs> And it's just beginning because as soon as we have enough kids for a two-bedroom apartment, it's going to be like crazy town. Mm-hmm. 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 We were playing football on that turf, though, that artificial turf, and mm-hmm. I did uh, get after one of my kids about not getting grass stains. <laughs> took him took him almost a minute. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Can't get grass stains on artificial turf. <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Forefront. This has been Adam and Christina Hannon. And we'd love to have you over to our place for a picnic sometime. (laughs) Come hang out on the turf. (laughs) That's my turf.